Welcome to episode two of Tinker Time, the new podcast with me, your host, Michael J. Tinker, and before he gets grumpy with me, Mr. Grumpy. That's better, Michael. It's bad enough this being called Tinker Time instead of Mr. Grumpy Time. Anyway, what's happening today? Well, we've got another big Bible question for you. Get the brain working, more jokes, and the chuckle muscles, and another song, chance to get the legs working, as I run as far away as possible. So... To our first segment. Michael's Big Bible Question. Today's Big Bible Question comes from the Jameson family. They ask, why did Jesus choose to die on the cross? Jamesons, this gets to the very heart of the Bible. So thank you so much for asking this question. Why did Jesus choose to die on the cross? Well, the short but wonderful answer is because he loves us. You'll find that in John chapter 3 verse 16 and then in a letter by the same guy. Uh, We call it 1 John and chapter 3 verse 16. Yep, if you're ever in doubt, say chapter 3 verse 16 and you'll probably get the right reference. Anyway, this is perhaps one of the strangest things about Christianity. That God, the God of the universe, the God who made everything, who gave us life, would choose to die in such a horrible way. In 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 23, Paul says that for a lot of Jews, this idea gets in the way of them becoming Christians. They just can't imagine the Messiah, the King, doing this. And for Greeks, who like their philosophy and discussions about life and meaning... Well, to them, it's just plain madness. It's bonkers. You may know people today who like the teaching of Jesus, but when it gets to him dying on a cross and rising from the dead, they're not interested. But Paul goes on. In the next verse, he says that Jesus shows us the true power of God and the true wisdom of God. When Jesus died on the cross, he showed his power to be weak to put aside his crown and die like a common criminal so that, get this, we could be given crowns and reign forever with him. That's in Revelation chapter 5, verse 10. He knew in his wisdom that this was the only way that he could do the right thing and punish all the wrong that we had ever done and rescue us from that punishment at the same time. That's why Jesus chose to die on the cross. Well, if you want to dig a little bit deeper, how about reading Luke chapter 22, verses 39 to 44? Now, Jesus mentioned something called the cup in this. Well, that means the judgment that Jesus was going to face when he was on the cross. He asks God the Father to take it away. Do you think it was an easy or difficult thing for Jesus to die on the cross for us? According to verse 42, why does he do it? Why don't you dig a little bit deeper? Do you know what? I think there's a song all about this. But we're going to need some help from Dr. Von Pompernickel and Igor. Hey, Igor, you know I want the power. What power? The power to be weak. Weak? And meek. Meek? 
means humble. humble. It's in the Bible. Bible. Just have a listen to this song. Yes. Yes. We all want power in this life. Power to do what we want to do. Power to say what we want to say. The problem is you want it too. Yeah, we all do. I want the power. Power? Yes, the power. The power to be weak. I want the power. Power? Yes, the power. The power to be me. I don't get it. The words of James. He asked, Why do we always fight? We fight because we do not have. We think if we have, it'll be alright. But then we look at Jesus Christ and we see a king who came to serve. He has the power of God above, so he doesn't need to be the first. I want the power. The power? Yes, the power. Of course. The power to be weak. I want the power. The power? Yes, the power. Yes. The power to be me. I don't get it. Live and die like Christ Power to be weak And proclaim God's word Cause when we look At Jesus Christ We see a king Who came to serve He has the power Of God above So he doesn't need To be the first I want the power Power? Yes the power The power to be weak. I want the power. Power. Yes, the power. The power to be me. I get it. Okay, and get, oh, yeah, um, oh, that's still attached, yeah, good, and get, oh, no, 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 that's not falling off. What are you doing? 
just checking everything's still working. Normally when Dr. Von Pompernickel and I go around, everything blows up. Anyway, is it time for a joke of the day? <coughs> Mr. Grumpy and his joke of the day. Joke of the day, what's he gonna say? Mr. Grumpy and his joke of the day. Joke of the day, what's he gonna say? Now, I don't even like jokes. Great, ha, joke of the day, best bit of the episode, I would say. And uh, Oh, by the way, by the way, these jokes are in a book called Mr Grumpy's Joke of the Day. Yeah, you can get an old book of my jokes, there's like 50 of them in here, and they're all sent in by uh, by you guys, which is, which is quite exciting, really. And um, Oh, and if you flip the book over, there's also uh, Michael's Big Bible Questions, it looks like. Yeah, it could be interesting. Anyway, joke of the day, what have we got? <clears throat> Why are barbers never late for work? Michael, why are barbers never late for work? I don't know. Why are barbers never late for work? They know all the shortcuts. Oh, shortcuts. <laughs> yeah, because uh, yeah, they do cutting, you see, of the hair. Short. Anyway, um, why did the snake cross the road? Uh, I don't know. Why did the snake cross the road? Because it was tied to the chicken. Oh, <laughs> wonder how that happened. <clears throat> Who likes Roman numerals? Uh, I don't know. Who likes Roman numerals? I for one. Oh, I for one, because I is one in Roman numerals. Oh, genius. These these are good. These are. I'm going to have to get me one of these books. Anyway, right. Um, so uh, so, so what's, what's next, Michael? Well, in a moment, we'll have the next part of our cereal. You are so greedy. You've had porridge, a full fry-up, half the biscuit tin... And now you want more cereal? No, 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 it's cereal. It's, it's spelled differently. The drama series. It's episode two today. We're going to find out what happens when the crew try to take off to get to the planet Dendros. My money is on Dr. Von Pompernickel trying to power the ship with his hairdryer or something ridiculous. Never goes well. Before that, though, please hit... Not you, Mr. Grumpy, you don't need to do this. OK, all right, carry on, carry on. Uh... Before you, before that, please hit the subscribe button and rate our podcast. Um, that helps other people to, to find it, kind of come up on the lists and all that kind of thing. Also, if you want to help us make a second audio adventure, where we might go to a different planet or something else might happen, it could be very, very exciting. Well, if you want to help us make a second audio adventure, please go to rocketfuelhq.com forward slash Michael J Tinker uh, the link should be in the text and support us monthly from as little as get this one pound pretty much the price of a pack of stickers it'll help us make more shows like this for you so go to rocketfuelhq.com forward slash Michael J Tinker but without further ado I'll hand over to Captain Archibald for our next episode in Mission to Dendros and um, Roberta I am Roberta, the onboard computer. Please play the next episode. Affirmative. Mission to Dendron.
episode two. Prepare for takeoff. So, how long have we got before we need to take off? Two and a half hours. And where's the engine room? Just through here. And there's Dr. Von Pumpernickel. Have you found the problem? I worry that he's the problem. The problem is this. There has been a catastrophic delay in attaching the engine power unit to the 1,000-volt main supply charging station using this 9-pin alternative current multidirectional cable. You mean you forgot to charge it up? Maybe. But charging the battery was on the list. Everything we had to do is on that list. I gave you a list. Where is it? There was a problem with the list. Was there? Item 1 did not say, do not lose this list. And so I lost the list. Right. Fine. I'll put that at the top of the next list. I'll put that on my list. New list. Item 1. Do not lose list. Noted. Right. So does this mean we can't take off? No, no. We can take off. Great. Dendros, here we come. In four hours. But we have to leave sooner than that, don't we? Yeah, because of the way the planets and star systems are aligning and their gravitational fields. Plus, we've only paid for parking till lunchtime. If we stay any longer, we'll get a ticket. I see. And unless you've got a time machine... Well, travelling in time is possible if you... But it's still very expensive. Unless you've got access to special equipment. And even then, it's not very good. Well, let's just take a moment to step back and think. If the founder wants this mission to succeed, I'm sure he'll provide a way. You think so? I know so. Believe me, everything's going to be all right. Oh no! It's Agent A calling! Agent 12, how's it all going? Have you left yet? Not quite. Just starting up the engines and then all systems go. (laughs) No problem. At all. We're off to Dendros. And we might see those butterflies I mentioned that... um... Uh, Can you stop talking? Yeah, sorry. You left without picking up your gadgets. Gadgets? You're a special agent, Agent 12. You get gadgets. Why do you think people join the JBI? To serve the founder. And a sense of duty. And a job well done. I joined for the gadgets. Anyway, they should have arrived in Bay 316 by now. I don't think we've had that yet. Into the carrying package. I think it's just arrived now. Excellent. Enjoy. The man handed me a package and ran away. I'll destroy the package. It's probably a bomb. It's from the JBI, Igor. It's for Michael. Let's have a look. It's a watch. A nice watch? Well, that's uh, nice. Oh, does it play songs? (laughs) I, I don't know. Even if it did, they wouldn't be very loud. Let's try. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. That is quite loud. Yeah, but it's hardly a special agent gadget, is it? There's no alternative. Wish me luck, everyone. I'm going to do something that no man has ever attempted before. What? What are you going to do? I'm going to read the instructions it came with. Wow. Are you sure? It's something I have to do. No! Allow me to suffer in your place! Don't worry, Igor. It's all part of being a special agent. Maybe if I read these instructions, 
I can figure out a solution to our problem. Well, maybe you should sit down. Your watch is playing music again. Wait, it's coming from the ship. Who's playing music? That's me. I've managed to find a way of playing the music, but without hearing Michael's awful voice. I mean, that to use all the ship's computing power and... What does that warning sound mean? Let me check the checklist. Maybe it means someone's finally made me a cup of tea. Did anyone else hear that noise? Reminds me of the birds in the jungle of northeast India. There's a bird called Beep-Beep Bird. Because of the beepity-beep noise it makes when it's calling out. I know what that sound means. It means that the machine that makes that sound is fully operational. It could mean an intruder has stolen all my plastic wipes. Nope. It means the ship's battery is nearly flat. We have to charge it up now. It is charging. I plugged it in. The computer's still running. I'm taking Michael's voice off loads of songs. You need to shut it down or we'll never be able to charge the battery and leave on time. And what happens if we don't leave on time? We won't be able to use the planet's gravitational field in the solar winds, so it'll take us eight years. Eight years? If we don't leave in two and a half hours, we won't be able to get there for eight years. Yep. This is worse than I thought. Why wasn't I informed? Plus, being on this ship for eight years with you lot, I'm not sure I'd make it. I've got it. If you've got it, go and wash. And then get into quarantine, because I don't want it. He's right, you know. Can't be too careful. Especially with tropical diseases. I once had jungle fever, and let me tell you... There's no time to lose. The answer's in these instructions. Who knew that reading the instructions would actually help? And they're written by the founder himself. And he says that this little watch comes with a tiny time machine. So tiny people can go back in time. What's the point in that? No, it means that the wearer of the watch can go back in time. Really? Can I go back in time to see the Black Death? Or the Great Fire of London? No, you can only go back a few hours, and not for very long. But it might be just enough. Great! You could go back and charge up the ship. Exactly. But even that might not be enough. We'll have to unplug everything and power it all down to be sure we've got enough to take off. No! No, no! I'm not switching off the computer! Mr Grumpy, please, don't just do it for me. Do it for the crew. You're the only one who wants to get to Dendros. True. Actually, I'd quite like to go. I've heard it's really beautiful. And there are loads of species of insect that have not been catalogued and that really bothers me. So I want to do some of that when I get there. And there are 12,000 species of butterfly. Top idea! Some jungle adventures with creepy crawlies. That's just what I need. Well, I was thinking of doing a lot of that on my own. I won't hear of it. I'll protect you. I was worried you'd say that. I too will protect you with my life. (laughs) And I'll also protect you with his life. And Michael's, not mine. Guys, we don't have time for this. Yes, we do. We've got a time machine. Actually, time is of the essence. I can go back in time a few hours, but I need to switch off the onboard computer so we can get a full charge and get on with our mission. Your mission? Come on, Mr Grumpy. I need to turn off that computer so we can make it to Dendros in a few days rather than eight years. And by then, the planet might be in total chaos. Let me think. No. Please? No. I'm trying to get your voice off all the records in that takes time. Mr Grumpy, please, we've got to work together on this. There's no I in team. Isn't there? 
How's that spelled, then? Uh, it sounds like an I. Look, please, I'm begging you, Mr Grumpy. Turn off the computer. All right, then. Really? If you'll finally let the world hear that I'm a better singer than you. Well, if you want to sing, I'm not going to stop you. Everyone else might, but I'm not. Can we do all that later? We need to get you back in time. Yep, now. Back in a moment. Which button do I press? Remarkable! A beepity beep bird here in Landing Bay 316. Look at that! He's vanished! How can you look at something that's vanished? You're right. That is a logical problem. Right. While he's gone, let's try some of that singing. And you'll hear that I'm Frank Sinatra, Tom Jones and Michael Bubble rolled into one. And now, the end is near. And back he comes. All done. Look at that. The ship is fully charged. I was about to sing a song. There's no time. All systems go. Igor, secure the doors. Dr. Von Pompernickel, prime the hyperdrive. Mr. Grumpy, plot a course for Dendros. And Septima, do you know where I left my glasses? You're wearing them? Oh, yes. Off we go. Dendros, here we come. Ship's log. There was a moment I thought we'd never get to Dendros, but I shouldn't have worried. The founder cares more about the people of Dendros and this mission than even I do. Of course he'd make sure we'd get there. It's good knowing that he knows what he's doing even when we don't. And boy, we really don't. We took off and went straight into hyperspace. It was a relief to be on our way, although we then realised we'd taken off without much in the way of supplies, so dinner was mostly broccoli and cabbage. But we'll be there in a few days, and apparently Dendros is a wonderful, calm and beautiful planet. I can't wait. What's that? Who are you talking to? Just keeping a record of my adventures for Agent A. Oh, there's something I should mention. It's more of a confession, really. Yes, no, I already knew that. To be honest, it's the diet of broccoli and cabbage I'm more worried about. No, I've got to tell you that when I went back in time to charge up the spacecraft... I had to unplug a few things. That doesn't mean... It does. It means the computer never took my voice off all those records. So let's have a listen to one now. As for me... No! Episode 2 was written by James Carey and starred Anna Nicholson and Michael J. Tinker. Sound was created and edited by Nicholas Alexander. Join us again for the next exciting installment of Mission to Dendro. Well, thank you so much for listening to Tinker Time. Remember to subscribe and to rate our uh, podcast and check out rocketfuelhq.com forward slash Michael J Tinker for how to support us and help us make more music and drama for you.